Thank you for listening to the weekly messages of New Providence Primitive Baptist Church. To subscribe to our podcast, hear other messages, or learn more about us, please visit nppbc.com. As everything was transpiring and the Lord was moving, I was thinking to myself how that uh how unfit I am. Yep. Yep. I don't fit in this world. I don't fit in most circles of influence. But I found one that was able to carve a place in a rock that was just for me. I'm thankful for that. That ability that God has to fit a man that's sick and afflicted and undone and unacceptable into his kingdom. Amen. He fit me there once, made me acceptable, not because I deserved it, but because he's such a craftsman. His ability is so great, it goes beyond my comprehension. Thankful tonight, if you'll stand to your feet, we'll read out of God's holy word tonight. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 13. Give you a minute to get there. The Bible says, Wherefore gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, not fashioning yourselves according to the former lust in your ignorance, but as He which called you is holy, so be holy in all manner of conversation. Because it is written, Be holy, for I am holy. And if ye call on the Father, who without respect of persons judgeth according to every man's work, pass the time of your sojourning here in fear. For as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversations received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you, who by him do believe in God that raised him up from the dead and gave him glory, that your faith and hope might be in God. Father, put your blessing upon your word, upon God. By this time, and God, we give you all the praise and glory and ask your blessing upon this this word tonight. And thank you, Father, and ask it in the name of Jesus. I had a thought tonight as I read this. uh, I was thinking about tonight how that the the salvation that came to us was uh, not uh, by anything that uh, the world can manifest. That's right. You can't uh, add up uh, stacks of gold on this side and stacks of silver on this side. Uh, There'll they'll, they'll not be a price paid by anything uh, that this world has to offer. But the Bible says here, but with the precious blood of Christ. Uh, it won't be anything else uh, that will get you in heaven but the precious blood of Christ. I want you to think about tonight the blood that was shed on Calvary. I want you to think about it was was not uh, the blood 
but it was precious. Yeah, it was precious because it came uh, from God the Father Himself. Yeah. Uh, the blood was uh, so unique and so precious that it, uh, as it flowed through the body of Jesus, it had no sin in it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was pure blood. Yeah. came from heaven above. Yeah. Uh, it was holy. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, without blemish and without Amen. spot. As we heard our prayer request tonight, we heard about those whose blood is unprecious. In the in the bodies of all men, uh, there's cancers and disease and sin. There's adultery and fornication. There's lying and thieving. But this blood had none of those things. I'm thankful tonight as I thought about this scripture and I prayed and looked all throughout the scripture. I was brought into a man named Asa out of the Old Testament. The Bible says that he started out well of doing the things that God would have him to do. He had some hard choices as he went through his life. As we read this, it it tells us in verse 13, gird up your loins of your mind. Be sober and hope to the end. You see, I've heard many people say, I, I, I got saved. I got born again. Uh, we often talk about many that have come through this church and we say, well, where are they? Uh, they've drifted back out into the world. You see, uh, they've not passed their time. They've not sojourned here in the fear that comes from knowing the Lord. Knowing that He'll give, uh, He'll pour out a judgment onto all men who stand before Him. Uh, but they turn back, as it says, verse 14, as obedient children. They've turned back as disobedient children. They've not fashioned themselves after, after Christ, but they've turned back to the lust of their former ignorance. They, they act like they don't have a heavenly Father. That's what happened to Asa. You'll find this, this story in Second uh, Chronicles chapter. 16, how that in verses 14 and 15, you'll find that Asa started out well. Yeah. Amen. You see, there's a lot of people that start out well. Amen. But but I want you to end well. That's right. It's more important how you end this thing, how you wrap this thing up, how you come to the end of the race, because you gotta get across the goal line. Amen. You got to score. Yep. Yep. Amen. You you got to be able to carry if you'd have it in football terms the ball across the finish line. Yeah. You got to get into the end zone. Oh, it's great to start out well. I know we we believe in that once saved always saved. But I'm I'm here to tell you that if you lose sight of the mission. The mission is you aren't saved with corruptible things. You aren't saved with gold and silver. Asa had a problem on his hands and he was was in a a troublesome moment. He started out well. He became king. He tore down the groves. He tore down all the things, all the idols. He kicked all the false gods out. He did all those things, but there was a place or two that he neglected. 
And I believe it's in the neglection of our life that these things have seemed to wear down and, and pull down and thin out our walk with God. I pray tonight that you wouldn't be one that would allow uh, these little places in your life. Uh, in the book, I believe Nehemiah said it was the little boxes that would tear down, but I'm glad Nehemiah had a vision. Amen. He didn't turn. He didn't. He didn't compromise. Yeah, and I don't yeah. think the church should either. Asa got compromised. I mean, he went as far as kicking his mama out of the castle. That's pretty pretty rough. When he said, you, look, I know he's queen, but you got to go. you got some ways that don't please That's God. Right. Hey, man, he, he, he drew some lines in the sand and he was unwilling to compromise. But back before these things happened, Asa got in trouble. The Bible says that uh, Asa had a, an army that was coming after him. Now, he was about half a million strong, but this army that was coming after him had over a million men that were coming after him. All the odds were stacked against him. And you know, most of us in our lives as we walk, through our life, most of the odds that come against us are stacked against us. When we hear about sin, we hear about uh, destruction, we hear about sickness, we hear about the trouble in this world, the, the odds are stacked against us. Society would tell us, well, there's no use in doing anything. Just, just go with the flow, right? I'm here to tell you that I serve a living God. I'm here to tell you tonight that I was not redeemed with silver and gold, with vain conversations of this world from our fathers, from the traditions of this world. There'd be many today that would lay claim to America's success by uh, no doubt the American soldier, hard work, wisdom, counsel, strength, and might. But I'm here to tell you tonight that this country is what it is because of God. It's not here because of anything else. It's because of God's mercy and grace. It's because men knew that the odds were stacked against them and they prayed unto the living God. And God answered them. Asa cried out to God, it says in 2 Chronicles 14, he said, Asa cried unto the Lord as God and said, Lord, it's nothing with thee to help, whether with many or with them that have no power. That's right, that's right. See, it's when a man comes to the end of himself and he knows that he's whooped. There's no other answer. There's no other hope. There's nothing else he can do but call on God. And I'm thankful that God's faithful. Oh, you seek Him with all that's in you, you'll find Him. He said, help us. Simple prayer. He just said, help us, God. You see, America's not crying out to God today. Say, help us, God. They're leaning on their own ways. They're thinking the economy that up there at the New York Stock Exchange, getting in bed with China and the economic world. Right now, the economists are, they're scattering, trying to figure out what, Money denomination will rule and reign in in the bigger 
uh, areas of society and the economics of this world. But I'm here to tell you, I don't care what kind of denomination that you've got in your pocket. If you've got God in your heart, yeah. He'll help us. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Help us, O oh Lord our God, for we rest on Thee. Yeah. You see, when a man has hope and faith in God, he can rest on God. Now, Asa didn't know what was going to happen with this uh, 300,000 chariots or however many, maybe it's 300, but they had over a million men uh, marching towards them. And he didn't know what else to do. And I'd, I'd prayed at night that you would get yourself in such a shape when you can do nothing but say, God, help me. That's right. You say, well, that's, that don't sound right. But we're in trouble. Yep, sure are. We got men and women all around us that are lost. That's right. God help us. Unless God comes and intervenes, they're going to stay lost. Because most of us won't lift a finger. To help them or yeah. share the gospel. Now I'm not, yeah. you know, if that don't, if the shoe don't fit, That's you're right. good. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm gonna tell you what: when you start testifying of what God's done for you, yeah. there's something that starts manifesting in, in and around you. We talked about that in our Sunday school this morning. How that God works. He reminds people. You see, this is a reminder that we're not saved. We've not been redeemed by something in this world that gold and silver can can produce or pay for or get involved in. We've been redeemed with the precious blood of the Lamb. And it'll be on that testimony that'll go forth, that'll bring a conviction in the souls of them that are lost and undone. Makes the difference. That's right. Asa called out. He cried. He said, We rest on thee and in thy name. The only name given unto man by which we may be saved. There'll be no man that'll ever enter into heaven and say, I got here because of Muhammad or because of the preacher or because of a religion or because of something that I did. They'll get there by the name of Jesus. That's right. Or they'll not enter in. Amen. He'll say, I don't know who you are. That's it. Depart from me. Yep. And he takes no pleasure in the destruction of the wicked. That's right. (laughs) But he just can't undo his word. (laughs) And I'm glad that he can't. Amen. I'm glad that as you read in the psalm from the psalmist, he said, Thy word is forever settled. Yep. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Asa called out. He said, and in thy name we go against this multitude. I'm going to tell you what, Jericho Road, in the name of Jesus, uh, we uh, pitch prayers into the spiritual realm against Jericho Road. And the household of Miller uh, will fall, and that Christ will rule and reign in his name. Amen. Amen. We go to war for the weapons of our 
warfare, not carnal, but spiritual and mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. That there's principalities and powers that are working against you, your home, this community, that this community right here, you might say, well, there's other churches up and down this road. Why should we be concerned? Because when the corruption starts getting in your community, it'll take your house down next. See, it just takes a little leaven to leaven the whole loaf. You might say, well, I'm safe. You ain't safe. From the power of the enemy of God, he goes about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour, and he's just looking for any looking uh, any door that he can sliver through, uh, anything that he can get involved in uh, to get you off your guard. That's why the Bible tells us to be sober and vigilant because he's trying to destroy you. He'll destroy your life. He'll destroy your testimony. He'll destroy the power of God that lives and abides inside of you when you need to call on God with a pure heart that's been undefiled because you've not turned to this world to seek help. You'll be able to come unto God and ask for His help and He'll help you. That's right. So the Lord smote the Ethiopians. He whooped them. He set them aflin. And they chased after them. And they took them out. And they took their spoils. And they come back and they offered all this unto God. Amen. How many times have you entered into God's house praising Him for His marvelous works and His love? Amen. You've come in here just bragging on what God's done for you. I'm here to tell you tonight, don't you ever stop doing that. Don't you ever stop uh, proclaiming uh, in whom you have believed. Uh, Bless God. Uh, Don't you ever forget by which the rock that you were carved out of and made to fit in. Don't you ever think that you've done this because you deserved it. It's always been because of His love and His blood that was shed on Calvary. Praise His name. They had it going good. First 15 years of Asa's life were good. And the Bible said He ruled uh, one in 40 years. But the end of His life was horrible. You say, well, uh, what's that got to do? Because I don't want you to forget uh, from where you started. That's right. That's right. I want you to finish well. Finish well. Hey, uh, might. we might see him in heaven, no doubt. But because that he did not continue with God, uh, there was destruction that came upon him and his people. Yeah, that's right. Don't you ever think, and when you sin, it ain't a hurting nobody. That's right. It's getting Amen. it's getting close to them that you yep. are walking with. God is. Uh, it's getting close to them that you love. 
But when you start falling away and falling back to the traditions of the fathers of this world, uh, bless God, uh, you'll uh, bring in all sorts of ungodliness and uh, there'll be compromise on this side and on that side. And the Bible tells, just like he told Joshua, he said, put this word before your eyes. I don't turn to the left and don't turn from the right, but meditate on this word that I have given you, the law of God, that your way will be successful. Amen. Says in chapter 15 that the uh, prophet of God came down uh, to Asa and he said this. Listen up. Yeah. Asa and all of Judah and Benjamin, the Lord is with you. Yeah. I've met a lot of people that said they were saved and they said the Lord was with them. Yeah. But I've also seen a lifestyle that said something else. He said, the Lord's with you. Why you be with Him? There's a responsibility on your part to be with the Lord. And if you don't want to be with the Lord, I'm just going to tell you, He don't want to be with you. He said, why you be with Him? And if you seek Him, He will be found of you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. (coughs) Now Asa, no doubt, was a God-fearing man. But after this, instead of walking with God, instead of depending on God, uh, there was another troublesome moment that came in his life. The Bible says that Basha, the king of Israel, came up against His kingdom. And instead of Asa going back unto God and saying, God, you delivered us from this great army. They had chariots and great men of valor and you took care of business for us. But instead of that, Asa fell away. He went into the house of God He went all over his kingdom and he gathered silver and gold out of the treasures, out of the house of the Lord and out of the king's house. And he sent it to Benahad. And he says to Benahad, your father and my father. You see, there was an earthly endemic of tradition there that he decided that he would rely on instead of the God that saved him. And he sent that money down there with a messenger and said, come up here and help us. We're in trouble. And because he did this, he turned his back on God and great trouble came to him. And you'd have thought that that would have been enough. Listen to me, children of God. If you've erred in coming unto God and you've Turn to some other power, some other entity. Don't be like Asa. You thought, well, that would have been enough. That would have been enough for me as this trouble came. It didn't work out. He said, there's a league between your father and mine. Just come on down here and help us. But I'm glad today that there's a God 
that'll hear you. Amen. If you'll seek Him, Amen. if you'll call on Him, uh, He'll not leave you Amen. and He'll not forsake you. But He'll help you and stick closer than a brother. Amen. Amen. The man of God came back and He says to him, Because thou hast relied on the king of Syria and not relied on the Lord thy God, Therefore, if the host of the king of Syria escaped out of thine hand. You see, if you really want to see victory, we sing victory in Jesus. Uh, You'll have to uh, stay with the Lord. You'll have to not turn back to this world. Uh, You'll have to keep uh, your allegiance unto God. And you cannot substitute nothing in this world for what God wants to do for you. He's a jealous God and He'll not share His glory with another. Amen. That's right. He said, you didn't rely on the Lord. Oh, trouble came. He said, were not the Ethiopians and the Lubbams a huge host? With very many chariots and horsemen. Yet because thou didst rely on the Lord. He delivered them into thine hand. (laughs) Now listen to this. Brother Tommy preached this morning that God knows everything. He said, for the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth. Huh? Yep. Yep. (laughs) What part of the earth? All of it. The whole earth. Amen. Back and forth. Yeah. Continuously. He don't slumber. He doesn't take a break. Amen. Amen. You remember when the prophet of God said, Call on your God, maybe he's asleep. He knew that his God never slept. Amen. All he must do is just call on him and he'll send fire. Yeah. Lord's looking. Always, constantly. You may be tired, wore out, and bless God, turn unto God. Amen. To and fro, throughout the whole earth, to show Himself strong on behalf of them whose heart is perfect toward Him. Here and thou hast done foolishly. Yeah. Foolishly. You see, the man who starts out with God and then relies on something other than God has done foolishly. And he will uh, be rewarded the reward of a fool. Uh, He'll be left holding a bag. There'll be no one to help him when he is in trouble. But if y'all call on God when you're in trouble and learn to trust in him, he'll help you every time. He's looking for your heart just to be perfectly fixed on Him. Amen. Oh, praise God that we'd be perfectly fixed on the Lord. Amen. He'd be perfectly able to help us out of a jam. Amen. I'm thankful tonight that my God doesn't sleep. Amen. Oh, the psalmist said, I'll look unto the hills from which cometh my help. Amen. Uh, it wasn't the hills that did it. It was the one that created the hills. Amen. One that has all power in heaven and earth. The one who doesn't sleep or slumber and whose ear is always listening for me to cry out and say, Help me, Lord. 
gave him a reward of wars the rest of his life. I thought, what a way to end. That's right. It's supposed to get easier. What a waste. Amen. It's supposed to get easier. You're supposed to work this thing out and have some rest. Amen. He said we could rest under the Lord. There's a rest for the people of God. Amen. But if you want to rebel against God, if you want to substitute something instead of God, remember what you've been redeemed with. It wasn't with gold and silver. It wasn't by the power of some king or some nation or some army. It was by the hand of God. And it will always be by the hand of God. It will be the hand of God that I'll be counting on to get me over the other side of death. Chilling, Jordan, call it whatever you want to. But I'm going on over to the other side by the hand of God, whose precious blood has availed for me. Amen. 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 Asa got mad, put the man of God in jail. He started oppressing the people. You see, America's getting in a way today. As we turn and we turn this corner away from God, she's starting to act foolishly. Yeah, that's right. That's right, brother. We started out well. You can read about the patriarchs of America. How they knew they were outgunned, outshipped, outarmied, out everything. But they kept pressing into God. Saying, God, help us. (laughs) You know what God did? He helped us. He helped us. Amen. He he made a land of the free. He made a land where God could rule and reign in the hearts and souls of the inhabitants because they knew one thing that they knew in whom they believed and they knew that He was able to keep that which they had committed unto Him against that day and they were not turning back. They said, sink or swim, God. We're not changing our mind. Oh, you can hear the exploits. They're available. You ought to listen to them. You ought to go back and listen to how they came together and prayed and had meetings. They even got to a place one time when the uh, Congress had set up and been uh, working for a few months and things started going bad. And one of them said, you know, we used to pray about all these things. And and they said, well, why don't we just do that again? They started praying. You know what happened? God started helping them again because they thought they'd doing all these things on their own. I'm going to tell you what, children of God, if you're not going with God, you're going against them. For those who are not for them are against them. And you better get back in line or you're going to lose out. Amen. He ain't no respect for persons. I just read it to you in 1 Peter. That's right. What he's done for the righteous man that seeketh after him, he'll do also unto the unrighteous man who seeketh after some other power or some other entity or some other thing to help him in the time of trouble. Well, the end of the story is Asa's life, he got miserable. He never turned back unto God. He got a foot disease and then he died. 
horrible. Is that you tonight? Are you come get a song? Are you going to finish well? Are you going to be the one that that knows what you've been redeemed by? You see, there's nothing that takes its place. Nothing compares to the precious blood of Jesus at your feet. It's the blood. It's the blood of Jesus. It's the precious blood. There's there's nothing else that could pay the price. There was nothing else that was worthy. There was nothing else that was capable. It was the precious blood. It was nothing but the blood. Amen. Just like the doorpost on the children of Israel when they were in bondage. Amen. It, when the death angel came a passing over them, it was the blood that caused the death angel to pass over them. And it will be the blood of Jesus that you depend on. Your testimony. That is the blood that when trouble comes your way and you start pleading the blood over your situation and pleading the righteousness of Jesus Christ over your condition and over your situation, that there's a change that will be made. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm thankful for the blood tonight. Uh, it's the only thing. Uh, you know what the word avail means? You see, if, if there was something sitting right there and I needed it out them doors, I'd need something to move it. I'd need something to get it out the door. And it's the blood that empowers it to get moving and to make it cross the finish line. Amen. Nothing but the blood. Yeah. The precious blood yep. of the Lamb. From the foundation of the world. Yep. It's good. The blood of Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's right. Thank you, Lord. Do you need them tonight? Yep. You got a situation, a condition that you need to plead the blood tonight. That blood right there goes in the darkest of areas. <laughs> Cancer doesn't know what to do with the blood. Sickness, disease, pornography, lying, stealing, cheating, not living right. Amen. You bring the blood in there. Bless God. It'll wash it all away. It'll cleanse it. And it'll make that which is lame and undone fit for the kingdom of God. Amen. Stand to your feet. Amen. Blood's available. The only way to get it. Yep. Through the name of Jesus. Amen. Come on. Won't be a name of the King of anybody. That's right. But the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords who loved you and gave Himself for you. Have you pled the blood for your soul? Maybe that's what you need tonight. Yeah. Maybe you've never been saved. You don't understand. You're not going to get there because you go to church. Your name's on some roll somewhere. I've been baptized. I got baptized by the Holy Ghost one time. Amen. My name was written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Something got inside of me. I haven't been able to shut down, get away from. I can't run away from God. I can't hide somewhere in my closet. Bless God. He lives inside of me. And He's so big because of the blood. I bless God. I'm a I'm royal. I'm, I'm just a, a royal. Tradition, that's not the word. I'm of royal blood. Child of the king. His royal blood. I think he sang that a while ago. 
His royal blood flows through my veins. Yeah. Amen. Amen. You, you can't take my blood and check the type and find it. But you can take my testimony. Yeah. You can look in my... If you have the eyes of God, you can look in my heart and say, I see it. I see the blood. Yeah. It's been applied. Amen. Yeah. That's what Jesus is looking at. Yeah. He's looking in the heart. He's looking waiting. for the blood. Amen. It's the blood been applied. Amen. Whatever you need. Come on, Tommy. Let me say something. I'm going to give you an invitation. It's done been given. But something occurred to me while he was preaching. I was saved in 1976. And some of you older folks, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe Jimmy Carter was president in 1976. Is that right? Well, I got two points then. Number one, I didn't even know who the president was when I got saved. And there's people who believe that it's the president that'll save you. The president won't ever save the country. That's right. It matters who the president is. I do believe that. That's also in God's hands. My point is, is that when I got saved, Jimmy Carter was the president. And I believe he died just a couple years ago or maybe last year. And if he had had anything to do with my salvation, then I just lost my hope. Yeah. But let me tell you something. I got born again not by corruptible seed. That's right. Or anything that was of this world. But when I got born again, it was by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. And may I say, He doing well. He's at the right hand of the Father, still in control of it all. And His blood is still sufficient. Let me say this. That I don't know whether America's going to make it or not. I know how she'll make it if she does. But it's up to us to turn back to God. But let me be clear. My hope's not in whether this country makes it or don't. I have a hope, you see, what the brother read about in First Peter. I've got a hope to the end. Because my hope ain't in the government making it. My hope is not in our monetary system surviving the things of this world. My hope is not in wars and the rumors of wars and all those things. My hope is in the precious blood of Jesus Christ. That's what saved me. That's what will take me out of here. That's what's going to keep me through all of the rest of it. Appreciate the message tonight. As we sing, you're invited to get right with God. Listen, if you don't have peace tonight in that simple truth, that all my hope is in Him. And you need to come and make it right with Him. But you get right with God tonight.